Congratulations. You've been accepted into the inaugural class of Therapy for Black Girls University. Whether packing for a new year on campus, thinking through your gap year, enrolling in a community college, or grabbing your souls for graduation, TBGU is here to help you thrive at this stage of your life and beyond. Hey ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Okay, y'all, just a heads up that Easter is early this year. So make sure to get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. From pastel outfits for the whole family to brunch-ready serveware, Macy's has got you covered. And you're never too old for an Easter basket. So Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. You can find it all in-store or online at Macy's.com. Hey, when the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know they got a destination idea for you. Orlando, just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. If you're as chronically online as I am, you may recall a viral video from 2022 of USC's first ever majorette dance team, the Cardinal Divas. Leading this groundbreaking team is Princess Isis Z. Lang, a senior musical theater major at the University of Southern California, a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and my guest for today's episode. In our conversation, Princess and I discuss the inspiration behind the founding of the Cardinal Divas, how Princess manages a work-life balance as a student leader, and the importance of creating a space for Black students at a PWI. Here's our conversation. Hi, Princess. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk with you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Lovely. Well, our listeners may recall your viral founding of USC's first ever majorette dance team, the Cardinal Divas. Let's start from the very beginning. When did you first fall in love with dance? Ooh, when did I first fall in love with dance? It had to be when I was basically like two. I started with tumbling and gymnastics and I was dancing when I wasn't tumbling. And my coaches, they told my mom and dad, they were like, y'all should get her in some dance classes too, because she's always dancing around somewhere. So that's basically where it all began. Lovely. That's so cute. Talk to us about the creation of the Cardinal Divas. What's the origin story there? Why did you decide to create it when you did? And what told you that you needed to do it? So I've been doing majorette since about second or third grade. And 
being able to progress with that and also go into high school, still doing it. I knew that I most likely wasn't going to go to an HBCU just because they don't have my major. And so I was like, okay, I don't want to stop doing majorette. So let's see what USC has to offer. And of course, they didn't have a majorette team, but they had all these different spirit teams. But I was realizing that I didn't see myself in any of those teams, whether that's how I look, how I talk, how I dance, how I wear my hair, nothing would be befitting to who I was as princess. And this is all during COVID too. So this is after we got into school and basically like, it's time to start. And this was my way to get back into athletics again. And while I was looking, I was like, mm, I don't want to succumb to whatever they're going to make me do just to say I'm dancing. And so I was talking to my mom and I was like, hmm, I know I haven't even been on campus yet, but like, I want to make a major at team, but girl, relax, you know, like, who do you think you are? And, and my mom was like, girl, you better make that team if that's what you want to do. And that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And shout out to your mom for pushing you and you trusting your gut. In college, that's a bit finicky sometimes, just with everything going on. So I'm so happy to hear that. I would love to hear more about you as a student. Can you tell us your major, your year, and all that jazz? So I am a senior now, majoring in musical theater with the BFA program. So I sing, dance, and act every single day. Perfect. For some of our listeners who aren't familiar with majorette style dance, can you describe what it is? Yeah. So basically, majorette style of dance, it comes from the jazz style of dance, but it's also originated in African roots. And that's also where jazz is originated from. And being able to add our original jazz committed to also adding in ballet and adding in all these different styles, combining them together. But the only difference with majorette is you're using your soul. It's about your body and you're living in your body. You're letting other people live through your body when you're dancing. And I feel like this is the only dance form where people get to really feel something and they get to see your soul while dancing. And it's just something that's basically incomparable to any other style. I would totally agree. What makes a majorette team different from other dance teams that perform at college sport games? So there'll be like a POMS team or a, a spirit team and or just cheerleaders in general. And they're, they're there to hit their five, six, seven, eight, you know, <laughs> clean, quick, small things like that. POM teams, they add hip hop styles and some kinds of new jazz styles as well. And then I would say Majorette is basically like the complete opposite. There's different styles of eight counts and 16 counts and we're moving slow, we're moving fast. We're using our body, not just our arms and our legs. We're using our necks, our fingertips, our toes, our thighs. Everything is getting used every second of that dance. And I just feel like we're eye-catching and it's just like, oh my gosh, how are they moving their bodies like that? Like, I am mesmerized. And I feel like that's what Majorette is, mesmerizing. 
yeah, like when I watch any video, any clip, I am stuck on the whole performance until the last count. And I'm just like, okay, that was perfect. That was it. And that was that. Since creating the team, can you tell us about a moment that truly affirmed for you that you made the right choice in founding it? Okay. So when everything kind of blew up, first of all, that was not the plan. That's not what I had in mind at all. And being able to get the positivity, but of course with positivity comes negativity. But there were people that were reaching out to me and they were like fans. And I was like, fans? Me? Like, what? It was just so crazy. And having girls say like, you're so inspiring. I feel seen now in my community and you make me want to do this now. Can you help me and guide me on this journey? Because I want to be able to do the same thing for my school too. And so that's when I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to put Majorette on a bigger platform than what it's already on. And I felt like I got the opportunity to do that. And letting other students realize that there is an outlet for them that is created by them and created for them. And it's just like, oh, it's so satisfying to have people believe in themselves again and get inspired through dance because that's really all we do it for, you know? And so it's really nice to being able to, to help other people see themselves where they are. So essentially you became a mentor in this space to other young women that are inspired by the work you do? I guess so. I've never really even thought of it like that, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shout out to you. So September 17th, 2022 is a significant date for the Cardinal Divas because it marks the first time you all performed at a USC game. Can you recall how you felt at that moment? What was the reaction you received from the students? Okay, I'm going to give a little backstory. I was finessing at this point, okay? We did not have seats. It was all a dream, okay? I was like, I work with athletics and I also work with student government, so I'm going to just work a little something out, see how many seats we can get. And when we did that and we started dancing, everybody was like, who are they? What's, what is this? What is going on? Like, who, who are y'all? And everybody was just so excited and they were like, oh my God, what are y'all doing? Like, where has this been all of the time? Like, we need this. And so it was just really heartwarming to see people that literally have never seen this or heard of it being so supportive already. Because honestly, I was preparing for the worst and I was like, okay, these fans, they might hate it. The students might hate it. I don't know, but we're here to do it. And so we're going to have fun doing it. And it honestly made it even better that they loved it so much. And they were like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, I'm so excited for y'all. And it was just a great experience and a great energy to have around. Literally the best day ever. What do you think the team meant for other Black women on campus? It definitely meant that they are now seen and they have a community even whether or not they feel like they're a part of it or not. At a PWI, and it's a large school, it's hard for us to feel seen, have our voices heard, and find a community where it's us and 
this was just yet another way for us to keep being black in every single space that we entered. Because just because I go to a PWI does not mean I get to turn off my black switch. It doesn't work like that. And being able to create opportunities for us and create these spaces and uplifting our own voices and uplifting our creativity, it was just a great way for them to feel like they are a part of it. Even if they're not dancing, they feel like it feels so good to see some black girls dancing out there because Lord knows you don't really get to see it that often. So Mm -hmm. it was a great space for all black girls to come together, really. All black people, really. I'll say for me, it was during my senior year and I also went to a PWI, UNC Chapel Hill. And so when I saw the Cardinal Divas on Twitter, I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Like, hold on. This is, this is that. And just seeing the joy on all of your faces and me just being able to relate to being a Black woman at a PWI and just knowing, I can't even imagine what it took to get that figured out. And then you being radically visible in your Blackness and your experience, it was just beautiful. I was in awe. And so, it went from Southern California all the way to North Carolina. Like you hit all the black women. So it hit me as well. I'm happy that we got to do that. I am too, for real. And it's inspiring just to see it. So outside of the Cardinal Divas, can you name some other majorette teams who you love? Yes. So growing up, my personal favorite teams were Southern University, Stingettes, Alabama, and also we duh had to, of course, have Jackson State. It was always those three teams that I will always admire and watch videos growing up. And what's funny is when I went to high school and I joined another music team and another dance team, one of the captains was also a Stingette. And so it was just amazing to have that and then keep on going. And we had all kinds of dancers on our team. And so having them come back and influence us and inspire us and push us, it was just a great way to continue what this is now. And even like growing up now, being 21 years old and being a senior and being able to watch other dancers like Texas Southern, like they are amazing. Their uniforms, the unity is always a hit. Like I'm even friends with one of them on the team right now. And so it's just like, mm, I just love watching y'all dance. I love that. And I love that there are other people that inspire you and inspire the work you do. Cause we're all at the end of the day, getting inspiration up with our creativity from other people. So I love that. When I was at UNC, I was an executive team member of the Black Student Movement, and I know how hard it is to find harmony with life, assignments, socializing. So tell me what has been the biggest challenge about being a student leader? How have you worked through this? It has been extremely hard, okay? I'll say I'm very busy, but I also don't want it to be like I'm not productive. So I'm very busy Mm. and very productive at the same time. And last year, it was literally a whirlwind. Like, I would not suggest other people do this, but I would have a two-show day and a game day 
within that. So I would have a show early. I would run to the stadium to do the game. And then I would run back to the theater to do our second show. And it was just like, wow, princess, why are you living like this? But when you're committed and you're dedicated and you love what you do, it's like, oh, it makes you feel good. And Mm. I can say like, it's definitely hard being able to make time for certain things and make time for relationships that I'm in and being able to to be like, okay, I'm 21 years old now. And I have to realize I have to have these sections dedicated to everything. And the people that are around me also have to understand that I am very involved and it's just what I am, who I am. And I feel like it's been hard, but it's also like having the right people around you makes it a little less harder. They give you the space to be like, I understand, like you just had rehearsal and now you're going to practice. I get it, you can't hang out. Or if a relationship is like, oh, well, I need to see you and we can do this on the weekend. You have a free day, whatever that case may be. And I just feel like the people that have been surrounding me and loving on me have made it easier for me with the hecticness of my schedule. Hi, I'm Zaria Taylor, and I'm the TBG podcast production intern. We'll return to Jaina right after the break. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. The RCP Heart Health Squad will support you in protecting your mental health and overall well-being. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. You never know who's following in the footsteps of great women in science, like Katherine Johnson, Mae Jemison, and Dr. Kizzy Corbett. So Macy's is proud to join Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or round up your purchase. And don't forget to shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. You may be aware that most people who are Black have O-type blood. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct, positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. I'm curious, what have you learned about yourself during this journey? I have learned that I've always been a leader in a way. And I'm also a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And so not only having that 
allow me to become this great woman and supporting the people that are around me, but then having each of these teams that I'm a part of also give me the stepping stool to do that. It was just like, wow, princess, like you've really grown. And it's just amazing to see like the work ethic that I have and being able to say like, I don't have time for this, but I'm still going to figure out a way to make sure that it gets done in a timely manner and in a way where I am still proud of it. And I've also learned that I'm not perfect and everything isn't always going to work out. And that's also okay. And it's like, you have to be okay with whatever the plan is. If I say I have a plan, God is going to laugh at me. So I just have to follow (laughs) along. Okay. And I feel like I've really been able to just step back, be a leader, but also follow as well. And I feel like you have to be able to do both in order to be a good leader and have people that respect you and understand you and want to work with you. And yeah, and I just feel like it's been a whole lot of growth in that area. And also just as a, as a young lady, like it's hard, but it's like, you can do this. Okay. So I really love that you brought up this point of being flexible with the plans that you say that you have. I feel like in college, Planning is important, but also planning can get a little bit toxic at times because not only are you planning for the unknown, but sometimes you're planning with the ideas of others around you, your family. And so it's just important to just, I really like that you said, like take a step back and recognize that sometimes it's above you and whatever you're doing, you're going to have to trust in the process that I'm doing the best I can with the knowledge that I have and not putting so much pressure on yourself to have all the answers. I feel like that is the biggest point of advice for anyone in school, out of school, just in that age range. So I really love that you said that. I'm curious to know about balance with you though. So balancing the demands of being a student, a leader, and potentially other roles within the organization can be challenging. And I know the impact of burnout is incredibly real on college campuses. So how do you like to take care of yourself? Honestly, I eat. I am a big foodie. I love food. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to take myself out because I deserve it. And it's not something super big, but it makes me feel like I'm a human because I get tired. I'm exhausted. I always have a lot of work to do, whether that's schoolwork, teamwork, other and I'm just like good God I just need a good meal in me and that's what I do and also I lay down if I just want to lay down I'm gonna lay down and I'll feel bad about it later but I feel good about it right now because I deserve I feel like we have to be able to really know what's best for ourselves and I've really learned that throughout college years and when professors for example they want to take advantage of your time no I'm sorry, but the answer is no. So the answer no has become quite, quite relevant in my vocabulary. And I feel like that's good because you want to set boundaries for other people and for yourself. And especially in times like these where you have a lot going on. And I feel like I've really been able to do that. And it's been helping me stay healthy. Mm -hmm. No is a complete sentence every time, every time. 
No question. Literally, no comment. (laughs) So really quick for our LA girlies, our foodies, what food spots does Princess Isis Lang recommend? So all my LA girlies, don't get on me. Don't get on me. But I'm from Chicago, so y'all food really don't be hitting on nothing for real. I'm sorry. But what I can say is places like Doolin's, it's a soulful place. They have their good days. They also have like their kind of off days. But I get oxtail and oh, it melts off the bone. Like, it's just so good, y'all. Then you put some hot sauce on the cabbage. Oh, yes. What else? Oh, there was this new jerk place that I just went to. I don't even remember, but it's like right downtown. If I had the name, I would so give it to y'all. I'm not a gatekeeper, I promise. <laughs> also, on TikTok, I heard Jazzy's Kitchen is really good. Now, I haven't tried it, so if it's nasty, I did not tell you to get it. But I want to try it myself. And when I do, I can be like, oh, yeah, it's good job. Y'all can go, you know. Right. We'll come back. We'll circle back to see, like, if it was good or if it wasn't good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How do you maintain a good school slash life balance? Huh. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm still figuring it out. I've been trying and trying to get it in right, but let's just go through it, okay? So I wake up in the morning. I have classes, 9 a.m. I'm done at 5 p.m. 6 p.m. I have rehearsal for my major, 6 to 10. And then usually 10 p.m. I have practice with the team. Now, you may ask me, girl, when do you have time to do anything? Go to bed, eat, live, listen. It it works out sometimes. Class might get canceled. I'll say, hey, you want to go hang out? Mm, Let's do something. Or I'll be like, no, I want to stay in my bed. I want to watch TV. I want to watch Ugly Betty. And I want to be to myself. And I want to eat a good meal. So I try. It is hard with the restraints that I am basically in with my class schedules and stuff. But I feel like the people around me, they understand. And Sundays, that's really a good day for me. Like We can get a Sunday in. So I feel like the people, they know what's going on. So maybe I'll go to a party every blue moon, you know, if I'm feeling up to it. Them game days be kind of late. But I try, okay? I try. That's all I can say. I do try. And that's the biggest thing. I think balance is, it's not that it's not real in college, but I just feel like everyone's figuring it out for themselves. And so... I'm just proud of you for figuring it out. I feel like figuring it out is a good enough answer and it works for you. And so if that's where you are, that's where you are and you make do what you have. So looking forward, what are your hopes and dreams for the Cardinal Divas? Definitely the main goal for the team is to be officially affiliated with USC and athletics and being able to be a spirit team just as well as the others and that comes along with a lot of perks and that's just like we get to go to away games we get to be on the field we get to do a halftime performance we we get to have that same respect and get those same support systems and resources that other people get like a space to even practice we're practicing at my apartment so 
it's just small things like that really matter. And I'm still fighting for it. And I'm still trying to make sure that we get that because we do deserve it. And that's really just my main goal. I just want the team to be respected as a team and to have the same resources that everybody else has. As they should. Hi, I'm Zaria Taylor, and I'm the TBG podcast production intern. We'll return to Jaina right after the break. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. The RCP Heart Health Squad will support you in protecting your mental health and overall well-being. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Wedding season is right around the corner. Perhaps your mailbox is already getting full of save the dates and your weekends are filling up quickly with celebrations for some of your favorite people. Or perhaps you're the one who's in full swing planning your big day. Let Macy's help you check off some of the things on your to-do list. They've got all the latest dresses, shoes, and jewelry you need to make a stunning appearance no matter the dress code or occasion. Whether it's a traditional ceremony in the town you grew up in or a beautiful destination wedding. And they've got you covered on gifts for the couple as well. So you can get everything you need for all of the celebrations in one place. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop. You may be aware that most people who are black have O-type blood. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct, positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. I'm curious, what have been some of the pitfalls during your time as a leader with the Cardinal Divas? I'll definitely say it was hard coming back this semester, this school year, really, because it was the new season and there was so much negativity. And I know that people are going to be watching like Hawks now. And it's just like, y'all have to be perfect. Y'all have to make sure you know what you're doing. And so we had boot camp and we were literally pushing ourselves every single day. And even for the vets, it was hard and it was a lot of pressure on us. And I feel like that also could be a pitfall. You can put pressure on yourselves to push yourselves, but you also want to know when it's enough. And I want to make sure that we can mesh well, not just dancing, but as a team, as a cohort, and being able to find those times where we can just hang out and just get to know each other. I feel like that's just really important for us. And still, to right now, we still want to keep doing that and keep learning about each other because that doesn't just mean, oh, we just want to have fun, but it also, it makes you mesh 
on the dance floor better. And so it's just small things like that. I want to make sure that I can remember and make sure that I apply for the next people and the next people and the next people. Gotcha. I know you're currently a senior. How are your feelings about leaving your legacy at USC soon? It's like scary because it's my little baby. I don't want to leave, but I'm not going to just separate myself completely because I am the creator. So I feel like I am obligated to make sure I still support this team in any way possible that I can, whether I'm in LA or not. And so I feel like I just have to make sure that I'm still available to them, whether I'm a student or not. And that's just really important to me. And I've really been thinking about it a lot lately because it's like, this season is almost over itself. So who's going to be the new captain and who's going to be the new manager? And it's just all these things. And it's just like, Oh, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to let go. But also I have to be able to gain trust in these new girls that are here now and the girls that are coming after us. And I make sure that they understand the legacy that I am leaving here so they can be able to uphold it, even if I'm not there. And so they can be able to give it to the new girls after them that are coming. And it's just being able to tell each other what the meaning of this is and why it's so important and why we want to keep it going and why it deserves a place here. And I just feel like as long as we keep that momentum and that determination with everybody that's coming into this team, and it's going to withhold the legacy that I dreamt to have. So I know seniors dread this question, but what are the next steps for the org once you graduate? So Once I graduate, hopefully, in Jesus' name, we do pray. We will be a USC athletic team. And I've already been telling, like, people that have graduated from the team, when we get that first field show, I want every single dancer out there, whether you are a a graduate or not, everybody deserves to live in this moment. And so that's just really what I want ASAP. Of course, I want it before I leave, but I understand if it doesn't happen. So as long as that's still a goal, not just for me, but for everybody. And I just having that in the back of your head, it's just like, okay, we're doing this for a reason. All of these opportunities that we keep getting. Wow. We're not really giving them that much support right now, but all these other places are in love with them and they want them everywhere. So we should be realizing what we have in front of us. What words of affirmation do you have for others out there who want to start a community or a club on campus that represents who they are, their background, or their passions? I would definitely say keep being yourself because changing for other people is never going to benefit you in the end. So if you have a dream and aspiration, then it's best to go with that. And whoever is supporting you is meant to be with you along with the journey. And whoever's not, it's meant to be left right where they're at, okay? Take advantage of everything that is given to you and run with it. It doesn't matter how old you are, what you look like, whether you're a man, a woman, you deserve the space that you want to have. So keep creating that space and make space where you think there is no space. I love that. And that's going to stick with me like post, I'm in my post-grad journey, but like that is so important and can be put into 
any avenue of someone's life. That's beautiful. Mm. What do you see for yourself post your undergraduate career? Post undergrad. Oh, that's that question we all hate. Honestly, I don't really know anymore. I've just been like, mm, I'm just living in the in the life right now. Lighty body die. But it's like, mm, girl, it's getting real. So let's figure it out. And I don't know where I'm going to be. I am willing to go wherever I need to go in order for my success to take off in the aspects that I want it to. And as long as I get to keep telling Black stories, then I'm going to be happy wherever I'm at. And whether that's on TV and film or on a stage, whatever the case may be, as long as I get to keep doing what I've always been inspired to do. Yeah, I feel like... I see a lot of myself in that answer. And I want to affirm you, like, it's okay if you don't know. It's okay if you don't know. And to a lot of seniors out there, it's actually great that you don't know. I feel like it's just wild sometimes that pressure to know. Like, yeah. you're 21, we're 22. Like, why would we know? Right. So I, exactly. I, like I support it. you. Thank you. Can you share the ways we can get connected with the Cardinal Divas of SC? So we have an Instagram at Carnal Divas of SC. We also just created a YouTube channel as well. And it's basically just vlogging our game days and what that's like and hearing what the people want to see so we can get that. And honestly, you can tweet about us, Instagram about us, Snapchat about us. We'll see it and we're going to appreciate all the support, whether it's from L.A., New York. Miami, whatever the case may be, we're always so appreciative of everybody that has not just come before us, but everybody that has now joined the journey and is supportive of the journey. Mm -hmm. And where can we keep up with you? What are your social media handles and website? All my socials, Instagram, Twitter, are at Princess Lang, P-R-I-N-C-E-S-S-L-A-N-G, zero. That's me. Yeah. Always DM me if you want. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to seeing more from the Cardinal Divas and you soon. Thank you so much, Princess, for talking with me today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I want to thank Princess once again for joining us for this episode. Class is over for now, but before we dismiss, take the following notes from my conversation with Princess home with you. There is a place for me to feel safe, accepted, and seen on my campus, even if I have to create it myself. I can manage everything on my plate while still making time for self-care. I have the ability to grow my student organization as far as I want it to go. To learn more about the work Princess is doing or to do more research on this topic, be sure to visit therapyforblackgirls.com tbgu. This episode was produced by Frida Lucas, Elise Ellis, and Zaria Taylor. Editing is by Denison L. Bradford. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable.
Learn more about your heart health today. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 